So we're back here for the continuation of uh, answering questions from Rich Outfield regarding the podcast and uh, different things. So here we go. Uh, ask away, Rich. What's your What's your next question? Second question is: uh, Is it more fun for you to do a a full cast story, or at least the intro and extra to a full cast story? Uh, a short story that you've produced than uh, to do old time radio. And uh, how do you determine what old time radio to share? That's a third question there. Is it be the, the stuff that you have interest in the stuff that you think you can talk about? It's like, Oh, you know, that would remind me of a story or that would remind me of an episode of who's the boss I saw. Okay, so what's more fun to do, a full cast or a old-time radio show? I guess the f- fun might not be the the best marker there. Um, I have a lot of fun doing the podcast um, either way. It's it's a different type of fun for the, the like a full cast show versus an old-time radio show. But I guess you know when when I do a full cast audio production take like uh, of metal man and and scarlet thread and dancing with the sunrise by ken skulls i have a lot of satisfaction in putting together an audio production and listening to it and hearing and and feeling good about what i've done that it sounds good that it incorporates everything i wanted to incorporate that's a lot of fun that's a, I get a lot of fulfillment and creative fulfillment and enjoyment out of doing that, especially if I get good feedback from the author and, you know, other people that, that were involved in that production. It's, it's very rewarding to, to see that all come together with the different voice actors, with the music, with the sound effects, everything else. You know, there's some things that I listen to and I wish I could have done a better job or I wish I would have added one more sound effect or, you know, lowered the, the, the volume on that or asked somebody to do a retake on a line or something like that. Oh, not too often with the lines. I'll get a retake if I need it. But there's a lot of enjoyment and fulfillment in doing that. And it's a lot of fun, even though it's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun to listen to the finished product and know that uh, I was responsible for for the majority of what went into that. Um, so that, that is a lot of fun for me to do. Um, it's a lot easier to do an old time radio show, but I also need to, to find out what I'm going to say about that or what, what comes to my mind when I hear, when I hear that particular radio show. Um, I think your third question there, Rish, was how do I decide what old-time radio show I'm going to do? Um, Again, I come back to that variety. I like to have a variety of things. Uh, I don't want to just, you know, sometimes I'm tempted, wow, MindWebs has a lot of really good stories. Maybe I should just do a month of MindWeb stories. You know, I have two a week come out and do like eight MindWeb stories in a row. Or X minus one, you know, X, that's, you can't go wrong with the next minus one episode. So why don't I just, you know, come back to 
to x minus one all the time. Um, or you know, you could say that for any of these. Uh, there's the uh, you know, there's seeing your theater. There's escape. There's suspense. There's uh, night watch or no, there's nightfall. There's you know, I I've played. I thought I would play a lot more lights out episodes. Um, and I've I've discovered so many different radio shows that I never even knew of that were you know old time radio story driven uh, podcasts or podcasts radio shows. And so I, I want I don't want to just play the same ones over again. I want to share more and more with the audience and say, hey, did you even know that this uh, you know family theater podcast existed? I recently discovered the uh, the Weird Circle, which you hopefully has already aired on the uh, Edgar Allan Poe month stories. Um, so there's, you know, I, I, it's fun to discover new old time radio shows that nobody's ever heard of, and to play those episodes. Um, the uh, Journey into Space one. Well, I mean, that was a perfect thing for me to find. You know, Journey into Space was a BBC radio production back way back when. And uh, when I kind of went on a hiatus or whatever, you know, I played all 13 episodes of the first series of Journey into Space. And that was a lot of fun for me just, you know, because it's, it's my namesake in some respects. Uh, but also I'd never heard of that before. I never knew that there was a Journey into Space program and that it was that good. Um and so I like to discover new old-time radio shows. I like to showcase a lot of them here so that people don't get tired of the same old uh, episodes. But there's so many good good ones from X-1 versus and, and other uh, old-time radio shows that, that uh, I want to get those in there too. And so there's several recurring uh, old-time radio shows. And I guess, you know, sometimes it is driven on nostalgia or something that uh, I want to talk about or something that, you know, reminds me of, of a Gilligan's Island episode or something like, something like that. Um, or, it, you know, if it ties into a list that I can create and say, okay, we just listened to a story about crazy evil children or something like that. Well, I can do a list of, uh, movies or TV shows that featured evil children that I like or, you know, something like that. So sometimes it is sparked by what I think of when I hear that story. But a lot of time, you know, it's just something that I've heard that I like or there's a, a science fiction author that I want to uh, share and somebody did like something like Ray Bradbury, you know, I'm always searching for a, a new old time radio show featuring Ray Bradbury because I enjoy his work so much then do you have a favorite episode of journey into in the years that you've been doing it one that you know if somebody said oh you have a podcast well send me a link uh, which episode would you link to first just as a yeah this is probably going to be the best one to hook these guys or to let these guys see my best work a lot of those would be the full cast uh, would fall into the full cast category just particularly because 
I was particularly happy with the way a certain story came together. Or I had a lot of love for the story and, and you know, put a lot of effort of my heart and soul into it. There's several that I, I would point people to that would be an illustration of what full cast is as well as something that I feel represents the podcast really well and what I like about it. I would go back to the early days when I did um, The Machine Stops. I love that episode, or I love that story. I wish I could have done a better job. Sometimes I'm tempted to go back and redo that episode because my recording of it was so bad and my you know, I've learned a lot in uh, narration since then or voice acting since then. Um, so I, sometimes I wish I could go back and do that. But still, it's a good illustration of a really good story done in, well in full cast. So that one, Dream Engine by Tim Pratt. Uh, Red Road by David Barkertley is, is another one that I, that I would point people to. Um, actually, the, the most recent one is... Uh, of Metal Men and Scarlet Threads and Dancing with the Sunrise by Ken Scholes. And a lot of these are one of the first stories that I, I wanted to podcast, that I wanted to do in full cast. Another one that I'm proud of that I did recently is uh, Kevin J. Anderson's Frog Kiss. Um, it's, a, it's a short story. It's a fun story. It's by a, you know, a popular author. And uh, so... I guess, you know, that's kind of a list more than my favorite episode, uh, but it's hard to come up with a favorite episode. What episode have you had the most feedback from, positive feedback? Or along those lines, do people dig the old-time radio stuff that you show? Do people dig the You Are There that you've been doing a lot lately? Or are there people that are like, oh, hey, a story, that's really cool. I ask partly because I've got my own show now and I... I find it really difficult to do story episodes because that takes a lot more work than if I just get on and start recording like I am right now to you. The rambling rant episodes are so much easier than the story episodes. And I, I would imagine that uh, just introducing an old time radio clip, giving a little bit of background on it and then commenting afterward would be easier than all the work that goes into finding a story and getting permission to run it or getting a, don a ton of people to record it for you and, and uh, editing it all together. Yeah, well, you and I are cut from kind of the same cloth, man. So I think I, I know what you go through there. Well, I don't get a lot of feedback. <laughs> so I don't know how to answer that one necessarily. But I know I have heard things, though. Um, if I go to my stats on my blogger page... According to that, one of the most popular episodes has been the uh, Three Skeleton Key show. That was the one with the rats attacking the lighthouse with Vincent Price as, uh, as the narrator there. I believe that one came from Escape, the old-time radio show Escape. And, that, you know, that's a classic episode. It's, you know, classic Vincent Price. And so I can see why that one was popular Actually, my production of The Machine Stops uh, got a mention from somebody on Boing Boing. And so I got a lot of uh, hits on The Machine Stops uh, from, from that Boing Boing mention. 
it's interesting. Um, one of the, the things that I've learned is that if you go to Wikipedia, so if I do like Edgar Allan Poe episodes or if, you know, whatever, I can, uh, I can go to Wikipedia under Edgar Allan Poe or, uh, you know, any other author that, uh, that I've done a production of and I can add a, a reference to it. You know, a lot of times in Wikipedia you'll see, um, what is it called contemporary references or uh, media you know other media associations adaptations that kind of thing um, and so I can go into Wikipedia and I can add a link in there to back to my podcast if I've done a production of it and I, I could do that a lot more um, but I've done it a few times when I've been researching and uh, an author or something like that and so I've done that. I did that on, uh, you know, uh, DK Dave Thompson, you know, did that sequel to uh, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It was called uh, Ichabod Crane, Master of the Occult, where he comes back to get revenge on Brom Bones. And, you know, I, I was doing a lot of research on Washington Irving and on the original legend of sleepy hollow and i saw this you know adaptations or links at the end of it and so i added a link to this story and i've gotten a lot of links to it i've gotten a lot of hits from that uh, wikipedia page so that story has has received a lot of attention uh, because of that i don't think i've ever told dave that either but uh yeah uh that's kind of a a manufacturer, you know, that's kind of me going out there, I guess, trying to promote the podcast. And, you know, so I don't know if that counts as, as genuine feedback because I've, I provided the link to it myself. Um, I, I've, I got a lot of comment. I got several comments and, and one dedicated follower to the podcast, uh, because of my journey into space, uh, episodes that I did, uh, bacon man, if you're out there, really enjoyed listening to that production or listening to that on the podcast and, you know, has since gone and listened to all the other Journey Into Space episodes that are out there. And uh, I've thought about redoing, I, I've thought about doing some more of those episodes on the podcast, but, you know, those ones are like, you know, 30 episodes long or 24 episodes long rather than just the 13 so that would be just a lot to, to try to get on the show. But I might still do more Journey Into Space uh, episodes in the future. And yeah, Rish, it is a lot easier to do an old-time radio show because I don't have to put as much effort into the production of it. It's already there. Um, the You Are There episodes um, are a lot of fun because I get to hear Simon's take on the historical thing. And I, and I like, I like hearing his perspective because a, it's different from mine. It's more educated as far as history goes. Um, and, uh, it's, it's, it's a fresh take. It's a fresh perspective on that historical. And I, and I learn things when Simon is, is talking about uh, different things and it's, it's, it brings something more to it than just me, uh, saying, yeah, I like George Washington. He's a good president. You know, it, it, there's a little bit more insight into that. Uh, I like that, and I like that I don't have to um, put as much thought into it 
because I'm leaving that up to the You Are There episode and to Simon to uh, provide that. Different episodes, I'll, I'll spend a little bit more time talking about stuff. Um, if I have opinions or if I have thoughts, you know, regarding Mary Queen of Scots or or uh, something like that. But, uh, but yeah, it's a lot easier to do that show uh, because I've got the content and I've got the the commentary <laughs> already provided for, and I can do as much comment of my own comments as I want, or I can just leave it up to Simon. And again, I enjoy, I enjoy his his insight and the things that he has to say. So yeah, it is easier, and it is fun for me. <laughs> I guess I've done myself a disservice, <laughs> or not really, but I, I've added more work for myself uh, by having the tune in. Uh, you know, montage, whatever, before the radio show comes on. Uh, but that that's that's investment from me, right? That's my little creative stamp on the show. It's not just replaying an old-time radio show. It's got a bit of me in there. It's got some flavor that I've added to the show. And so, and I and I think the, that the little Lamperdime radio tuner uh, tuning in montage is something that sets my podcast apart from just going out to archive.org and looking up old time radio shows and listening to them. Anybody can do that. They're, they don't have to listen to my podcast to listen to you are there or to X minus one or to any of the other shows that I find on the internet. Uh, they can go listen to those themselves and so hopefully my show brings a little bit more. Hopefully the Journey Into Podcast makes it fun, uh, provides interesting comments, and, you know, again, put, puts a little bit of flavor onto the, the episode. Hopefully people are enjoying that. I guess if they don't, they, they don't listen. They, they just go listen to the inter- to the radio shows on the Internet. But... Uh, anyway, so yeah, I, it is easier to do an old-time radio show, and I've been doing a lot more of those, not just the Journey into History ones, and you are there, but I've basically stopped accepting submissions. I'm not looking for new stories. I still have, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm still fleshing out my inventory of uh, shows that that I've purchased or whatever. And so at this point, I don't feel, I don't feel as much of a need to do the full cast stories, full cast productions, but I don't ever want to get away from doing them, but I don't have to do them as frequently. And I can be a little bit more, you know, I, I've kind of, you know, I kind of did myself in a little bit by acquiring a lot of stories that I wanted to run on the podcast and then not having the resources to, to get that, that, that done either, you know, resource being primarily me, you know, I haven't had the, the time to get them all done. And so they're so far behind and I feel really bad that they haven't been produced yet. And so I am reaching out for help and I need, and poor Justin is waiting for me to give him some a story so he can work on it. Uh, but like I said, I don't want to get, I always want to do, uh, stories as well, you know, whether it's the Edgar Allan Poe month stories or whether it's, 
you know, new stories that I've acquired from authors of today. Then the last question I wanted to ask you, and this was really the big reason I was going to send you this email, was your song. The the theme song, the journey into theme song that that I've thrilled to ever since when you first created the show. You uh, you have a song, and then you have all of these quotes. Uh, I think I hear Captain Janeway in there saying, have fun. And I certainly hear uh, Captain Picard, and I hear uh, Thomas Dolby in there, science! And so I, I just wondered, how did you put that together? How long did it take for you to put that together? Was it worth the time that it took? So yeah, the theme song. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I, it definitely was worth it. And I still, I still enjoy listening to it today. Um, and as you know, I've made modifications to it for various reasons along the way, which has also been a lot of fun. Um, well, I guess, let me qualify that. I haven't made changes to the uh, quotes that are that run most of the time on the show. You know, the original uh, intro has always been there. But like like when I ran your Star Wars fan fiction on the show, I, I put together a Star Wars version where there were Star Wars quotes strewn along that. Ah, strewn along. There you go. Uh, you know, put in, in there instead of my, the typical you know, science ones. Um, I also did that with uh, my superhero marathon. I put superhero quotes in there instead of the other quotes. Um, but the, the original intro, the original theme song, was, was fun to put together. You know, when I started the podcast, I wanted to do something really fun for the intro. I wanted to do something that would get people excited about what was coming in the podcast. And, and it sounds like, Rish, with you, that I was successful in that. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm glad that that worked out. Hopefully others enjoy it as well. So I wanted to touch on the, you know, journey into adventure, journey into science, journey into, you know, whatever, uh, fear. And I don't know what I found first, but I remember it was like December 7th, you know, Pearl Harbor Day. And I was listening to um, FDR, you know, talk about, you know, the day of infamy and, uh, you know, basically our entrance into World War II. And, you know, he has that saying in there where he says, you know, nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror. And uh, I just, I just always enjoyed that little, little piece, you know. Uh, and so I wanted to use that in there somewhere. Um, and so then I started putting together, well, what, you know, what do I want this, what do I want to promote in the Journey Into podcast? You know, so it's journey into fun. It's journey into adventure. It's journey into suspense. It's journey into whatever, right? Um, and so I started thinking of, you know, where I could find little snippets and quotes. Um, so, of course, you know, space. Uh, and I could have used uh, William Shatner. I could have used Leonard Nimoy. Uh, but I really liked, you know, Jean-Luc saying, 
Space, the final frontier. Uh, Patrick Stewart in there. Uh, so I got got him for that. You're really close on the Janeway for Have Fun. That was probably the, the fun one was the hardest uh, quote to find. I, I didn't know where to find that uh, fun. And uh, I'll, I'll leave you in suspense a little bit for for who that actually is. Uh, but I was, I, you know, there were several options I could have taken and I've thought about, you know, putting different funds in there. Um, there was, uh, <laughs> Chevy Chase from vacation, but of course that would have involved swearing where he's like, I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fucking fun. We'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your ass. You know, I wanted, I kind of wanted to put that in there, but I didn't want the swearing. Um, so, uh, I didn't include that line, but, uh, that, that would have been fun to, to have that in there, but I didn't put that. Um, I can't remember now. There was a couple other funds that I found that were okay, but they really didn't have that. And even the one that I use, which, uh, it's actually uh, Kira Norris uh, from Deep Space Nine that says that. That was, you know, that was from an episode of Deep Space Nine, and I can't, to be honest with you, I can't even remember how I stumbled upon that one. Um, but I'm still a little bit disappointed in that one because instead of saying fun, she just the word fun, like everything else is, you know, mystery fantasy you know all those are just one word and this one says have fun Um, but if i took the have out you couldn't understand that she was saying fun and i think i've i've even got a couple comments early on in the podcast from people that didn't know what was being said that they didn't understand that it was have fun they they thought it was something else or they couldn't figure out what was being said so i had to explain no she's she's saying have fun um, so anyway, that, that was, that's where that, that's, that's, uh, Kira Norris from Deep Space Nine saying that one. Like I say, I think you can figure out some of the other ones. Um, let's see, at the beginning we have, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Rod Serling saying the unknown, you know, that's from the Twilight Zone. One of the Twilight Zone, uh, intros in there so we have rod serling uh we have actually angela lansbury saying mystery of course you know murder she wrote (laughs) she was a mystery gal there for a while um and then let's see what else does it go it goes the unknown mystery oh uh then there is you know patrick stewart saying space Thomas Dolby saying science. I just couldn't resist that one, having that one in there, even though it doesn't fit. I guess it does fit with journey into science. Uh, but, uh, I, I couldn't resist putting Thomas Dolby in there. Uh, adventure is, uh, by the guy, you, you, Rish, you probably know the name of the guy that, uh, was the, the movie trailer announcer guy, uh, from the eighties. But I think that's from uh, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure trailer is where I got that adventure word from. But yeah, he, he did lots of trailers. 
Uh, if you know the name, you can uh, let us know in the comments or whatever. Uh, so that's from there. Suspense. You'd never guess who's saying suspense. I wanted that one to be more obvious, but it's not. You can't, you can't really tell who it is. But that's Alfred Hitchcock saying suspense. Um, and I just, I found an interview of him with somebody and, uh, you know, snip that word out of there. And without the rest of the sentence, you can't, you can't catch his accent or understand that it's Alfred Hitchcock, but I wanted him in there saying suspense. So that's him in there. Um, fantasy, of course, is, uh, Ricardo Montalban from Fantasy Island as Mr. Rourke from Fantasy Island saying welcome to fantasy no it wasn't welcome to fantasy island he was saying because i tried that and it wouldn't fit uh so that's that one and then i think that's all of them right i might have missed one in there but i don't think so so that that was fun to put together the music itself was hard to find too i wanted to go a more commercial route with that um there's a, a song by Blue Man Group, kind of their intro to their one of their first shows, and I have I have a CD of it, and you know it kind of builds. In fact, here I'll play it for play a little bit here for you, um, since it's part of a commentary, it won't be copyright infringement or anything. So this could have been this is one of the options of what could have been the theme lead-in theme for the show um, from the Blue Man Group. So I could have had that going with the quotes and then the explosion at the end with the journey into, um, you know, that's funny too. Cause I can't, I can't remember where I came up with the explosion kind of thing. Um, it probably came from like MacGyver, right? <laughs> the end, the uh, theme song for MacGyver ends with an explosion. Um, I don't know if that's exactly where it came from, but I, I was having a hard time figuring out how to transition uh, from the music to the journey into. But I, I wanted that, you know. I don't, I don't know where that came from either, but I wanted that me journey into. I just, I, I like that. It's fun. <laughs> so I, I wanted that in there, and uh, you know, there's probably somewhere in the back of my nostalgic mind where that comes from as well but uh i couldn't figure out how to transition and so i just put the explosion at the end of the song because you know the song kind of speeds up there and then big explosion and uh the journey into so um that's where that comes from uh so so there was the blue man group song and I, I listen to a lot of things. You know, there's uh, the beginning of some classic rock songs. Uh, 
it's not Radar Love, but it's one of it's a it's a song by the same people that sing Radar Love, but they kind of have a long intro to their song, and that would have been a lot of fun to put on. But, you know, I don't have the licensing, like you know, uh, any type of radio talk show, you know, uh, person. You know, they have their intro, and it's typically a classic rock song or something like that. But yeah, another one that I wanted to do, there's that uh, Golden Earring song, Twilight Zone. Not the Twilight Zone uh, TV show theme, but uh, Golden Earring from the 80s sing Twilight Zone. And in the middle of that song, there's this cool little bass riff. And it's got the, you know, it's got like all kinds of science fiction sounds, you know, going on. Anyway, I've always liked that uh, little uh, interlude or whatever in that song. And so I thought about using that as well. Um, I think I might have even tried to contact Golden Earring on their fan page or something. And I did try to contact the Blue Man Group to get permission to use their songs, but I never heard from either of them. Uh, So I I didn't use those. But... uh, when the bullet hits the bone, bone, bone. Actually, let, let me play you a little part of that, too. Uh, what that could have sounded like. So there you go. There's Golden Earring, Blue Man Group. Those are alternate versions. Maybe in a parallel universe, that's what I've used for my theme song for the podcast. And in that parallel universe, my podcast is wildly successful and garnering me all the money in the world that I could ever hope for and giving me creative fulfillment uh, (laughs) beyond, beyond my imaginable dreams. Um, I say that in jest. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a, I'm a little. I say that in jest, uh, but uh, this podcast does provide me with creative fulfillment, or at least maybe not fulfillment, but it gives me a creative outlet. And sometimes I wonder if it if it uh, is replacing other things that I should be doing creatively, like writing. Um, maybe I, I, I'm putting too much into this podcast rather than than writing. But I enjoy the podcast. I have no idea how many people listen to it. I know Bria likes it. I know Bria shares it with her dad. I know you listen to it, Rish. There are several uh, people that follow on Twitter 
and uh, the Facebook page and, and like my posts and stuff that I, I believe are listening to the podcast. But if I put everybody that I know and hear from that listen to the podcast, that's probably about a dozen, maybe a baker's dozen, <laughs> maybe 13 people that I know of that listen to the podcast. I'm guessing there's more. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure there's more, and I, 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 but I have no idea. I can look at download uh, numbers and things like that, and I probably should do a better job of tracking how many people listen to my podcast. But I guess in reality, does it matter how many people listen to the podcast? If I enjoy doing it, I mean, it does matter because if I know that people are liking the episodes and if I know that people are listening to the podcast and want more and enjoying things, uh, I think you asked if anybody likes the You Are There uh, episodes that I've been doing. And uh, Bria, for one, Bria Burton does. <laughs> She's said on a few occasions that she really enjoys them and if that's all I ever did on the podcast she she listens she loves those episodes uh, so that that makes me feel good it makes me want to continue to do those I might stop doing those at the end of the year you know I, I told myself I was going to do you are there for a year and then uh, see how it goes from there so if if, if anybody's listening is anybody listening are you out there it's me, Marshall. Um, if you do, if 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 you like the episodes, let me know, and I'll continue to do the "You Are There" episodes. But definitely through December, I I have a good idea of what I'm going to be putting out for the "You Are There" episodes. Um, so I, I know at least Bria likes those. Um, I th- Simon enjoys doing it. I enjoy doing it. So I'll probably continue to do those episodes. Uh, but again, I need to make sure and, and not be too uh, predictable. I like to have the variety and, and the, uh, the different things showing up on the podcast. Uh, so I, I <clears throat> need to continue to do that and not get complacent. Uh, did I miss any? I think I caught all your questions, Rish. I think... Uh, I got all those. Um, but yes, I, I still enjoy doing this podcast. Obviously, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't. But, you know, a lot of times I can't put the podcast first. I need to uh, I need to put my family first. I need to get stuff done at work. And uh, so I do the best I can with the podcast. Uh, I did receive a volunteer to help after the summer, uh, so maybe maybe that'll help. You know, maybe somebody else can edit me speaking and make me sound good. Uh, probably could make me sound better than I do myself. So um, that that should be fun. That's about it for this episode. It's a long, drawn-out episode. Uh, hopefully you didn't mind me rambling too much. Uh, hopefully that's, that's answer your questions, Rish and other people. I keep telling you that I'm going to have a voicemail line. I need to announce that soon. I'll probably announce that, uh, this, 
the next coming month or whatever. So, hang in there. Listen to the Journey Into podcast. Uh, you can stay tuned here, and you never know when I'm going to show up here on this uh, side podcast, and, and we'll find out what else is strewn along the path as we go. So good morning, and if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Strewn Along the Path is produced under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share it, but do not change it or sell it. The theme music, as always, is brought to you by Man in Space.